Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, and my mission is to help you, the high-functioning, successful person, to get sober when your relationship with substances has gotten toxic and unhealthy. And the more you work on living alcohol or substance-free, the more you start to understand how little sobriety has to do with the substance. Alcohol takes a top spot in your life for a reason, because you use it to drown out any discomfort, sadness, disappointment, irritation, fear, insecurity, boredom. And when it takes away the discomfort for you, you start to see it as your solution. So when you want to live substance-free, you have to find new solutions or coping skills. I've worked with thousands of people over my career to understand their relationship with alcohol and to overcome it. And one of the biggest struggles I see over and over again is not knowing who you are, especially like my clients who are parents, right? Because your life doesn't necessarily belong to you anymore. Every move you make revolves around your kids, and it's easy to forget who you are and what makes you happy. The outcome is the same, even for those of us that don't have kids, right? Your life starts to revolve around alcohol, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, the drink is a priority. Whether it's a block party or brunch or concerts, camping trips, business dinners, or just making dinner, right? The drink is always front and center. And that just means you end up going places you don't necessarily like, doing activities that aren't really your thing. And when you break up with alcohol, you feel a little empty and lost without it because you don't have a strong sense of yourself and who you are and what you like. Not only then are you questioning your future, what will you do now? How will you have fun? Will your partner or spouse be supportive? Is this going to change your friendships? Not only are you questioning all those things, but you're not even sure who you are without it. And that makes it difficult to think about what your world will look like substance-free. You've heard the saying your whole life, just be yourself. But how do you just be yourself when you don't have a solid sense of who you are? That's what we're talking about in today's episode. How do you Figure out who you are so that you can be authentic in your life and create relationships with people that are fun and fulfilling. Because when you don't know who you are, it's impossible to show others who you are and to set healthy boundaries for yourself and to have a life you love and enjoy. And if you want to be substance free, you have to love your life. You have to enjoy it. It has to feel rewarding and empowering and fun. And that, my friend, is an inside job. So first things first, I want to share with you a realization I had, like probably the first realization I had many years ago that 
made me realize I was making a huge mistake in this, right? I had no idea what it meant to be yourself. And I remember always feeling so confused by that statement. Like, what the hell does that mean? Who else would I be? You know, like if I was going on a date, like nervous to hang out with a boy or something, somebody would be like, oh, just be yourself. You'll be fine. Like, what is that? You know, like I can't be someone else. Everyone wants to tell you to be yourself, but nobody wants to break down the details of what that actually means. So this is especially good for all my single people out there too, because one of the first connections I started to make in this was in my dating life. And many of you know, if you've been hanging out, spending time with me for any period of time, you may already know that dating and relationships is the other topic that I study incessantly. It's the other thing that I really love. And my other greatest struggle, right? Go figure. I study addiction and relationships, <laughs> my two greatest struggles. So I remember when I was dating this guy and, you know, you always hear this or you experience this, like you say it yourself in your own relationships, like, oh, it was so different in the beginning. Well, when we first started dating, he or she would do this with me. And I caught myself setting myself up in that kind of relationship that was completely inaccurate to who I was. Because my guy at the time, I remember him saying like, babe, you used to always go watch the football games with me. How come you never want to go with me anymore? And it dawned on me because in the beginning of a relationship, it's all so happy and it feels so good and you've got the butterflies and all you want to do is be together. You'll do anything, even if you don't like it. And he's right. I did used to go watch the football games with him. I hate football, right? <laughs> like I want no part of football, but I did used to go with him because I just wanted to be with him. Now, he did the same thing with me. He used to go shopping with me because I love to shop. I don't even care if I buy anything. It's not about spending or buying something. I love to go shop, and I will shop anywhere. It can be um, Sam's Club. It can be the electronics store. Don't get me an electronics store because I'm a tech nerd. I'll buy everything in an electronics store. It could be a furniture store. It could be the truck stop on the side of the freeway. I don't care. I like to shop. I want to browse and look around, do my thing. And he used to always go shopping with me. And then all of a sudden, he didn't want to go shopping with me. And I was in the same position as him where I was like, what's going on? You used to always go with me. And what happened is we were doing things with one another that weren't really authentic to who we were. We weren't really being ourselves because if I was really being myself, I would have said to him, I don't like football and I want you to go and have fun with your friends, but I don't want to go because I don't like football, right? I would have set that boundary. Instead, I went along with it and I went with him and I created this false expectation of who I was and what our relationship would be like together. He was kicking back thinking, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have a girl that wants to go watch football with me, but it was completely inaccurate, right? So like I was not able to teach him who I was because I just wanted to be with him and go where I would have gone wherever. Now, this is also when I was a much less healthy person and a much more codependent person, and that plays a role in all of that too. But you see what I'm saying? If you're just going with the flow and doing things that you don't really want to do and going places that you don't really want to go, you're not being yourself and you're not being authentic in who you are. So you have to get in touch with who you really are. What do you like? How do you like to spend your time? What makes you smile? I'll give you another example. There was a movie. 
years ago. I don't even know how long ago, to be honest with you, probably 25 years ago. And it was a Julia Roberts movie and she had left a bunch of guys at the altar, right? Engaged, plan the wedding. She doesn't show up at the altar. And this journalist was interviewing all the, he was writing a story about her runaway bride. That was the name of the movie. And he was writing a story about the runaway bride. So he was interviewing all these guys that she had left at the altar. I think there were three. And each interview, he would say, hey, by the way, how did she like her eggs? And each guy would respond the same way. He'd go, oh, just like me, whatever kind of eggs he likes. It'd be like, oh, over easy, just like me. And the next guy would be like, poached, just like me. And the next guy was scrambled, just like me, right? Where she was just being whoever she thought she should be in the moment that would make them like her the most. That's not authentic. That's not being yourself, right? We have to get really in tune with who we are as individuals so that we can teach other people who we are. So we create realistic, honest, authentic relationships and friendships instead of creating false expectations about who we are. And there are a lot of ways that we can go off track with this. Something I really see a lot too is people telling like little white lies to be more than who they are, right? Like if you feel like um, you got a 98% on your test and that feels like it's not good enough, you might tell somebody you got 102%, right? Like it's almost inconsequential and feels like it's not that big of a deal, but it's actually a really big deal because it's not honest and it's not authentic and it's not who you really are. I also went through this when I got sober, right? Because I was a bartender and for all those years of bartending and drinking, I thought I was an extrovert, right? I, I mean, I didn't know the difference between an introvert and an extrovert, but I was just always out. I was always in bars. And when I got sober, I was struggling. I'm like, gosh, why don't I like to go out anymore? This is so weird. And over the course of time through my recovery, I realized I was never an extrovert. I was just drunk. And that's a very different thing. So no wonder I was so uncomfortable because I couldn't be myself in those environments because I didn't enjoy those environments. <laughs> you know, it's easy if you're drinking, like you can just drink until you like something. Like even if you're with the most annoying person on the planet, you can drink and you don't care. So you could do all of these things that aren't really in line with who you are really as a human being. And then nobody really knows you. And I think this is interesting too when we quit drinking because we worry so much about losing our friendships. But a lot of those friendships are really based on superficial things. Like the majority of the people that I was hanging out with when I got sober, they were just drinking friends. We didn't have these super close bonds. They were not people that I would call if I was in some major life event and needed help or support. Those aren't the people I would reach out to, right? They were drinking friends and, and our relationships revolved around drinking together. And we did really enjoy one another and I love them, but it's not like they were really deep-seated soul connections with people I couldn't live without. They were people I drank with and we really enjoyed one another. And that was the extent of it. And to be honest with you, they probably couldn't really tell you that much about me as a human being. And that's not their fault because I couldn't have told you much about me as a human being back then. Like I wasn't 
really creating powerful relationships because I didn't know who I was. I couldn't teach anybody about me and who I was as a person because I had no idea. So you see where it gets really challenging when you're trying to go out in the world and just be yourself, but you have no idea who yourself is. And this is, again, how you end up agreeing to do things you don't really like to do or go places you don't want to go. Like me, still going to bars and doing the thing when I really wasn't having fun anymore because it was never really what I liked. Like I would have much rather been at home reading a book or researching something or writing something because that's really who I am. And all the times, like, again, in my dating relationships, I would always just take on kind of the identity of whoever I was with. Everything would become their life. I became a part of their friend group, doing the things that they did, going to the places that they went. My whole life became their life because I didn't have my own. I didn't have my own sense of self in my own activities that I liked, and I was so unhealthy, I wanted to do whatever I could do to make them like me more. There was no being myself because I didn't know who I was. It's so important to take the time to learn yourself, discover who you are. What are your morals? What are your beliefs? What are your desires in life? Mold yourself around what you believe and not just what you're told to believe, right? Because this is something that happens when we're younger. Like we just take on the belief systems of our parents or our teachers or, you know, whoever the people are that are kind of guiding us through life. But for me, I had to explore other things. And here's a tip on how to do this too. It's oftentimes I had to hear things that I disagreed with to realize what I did believe or think. You know, if I hear somebody talking about they did something a certain way or they handled a situation a certain way, and in my head I would be like, oh, well, I wouldn't have done that. You know, and it gave me a little better sense of who I was by hearing what I didn't agree with or what I thought wasn't my way, right? But don't just believe and do what you're told to or what you feel like you're expected to, who you're expected to be or what you're expected to do in life. The other part of this is, you know, like I said, you can't teach people about you and let people have a genuine connection and genuine relationship with you if you don't know who you are to tell them who you are to tell them who to love, right? You've heard another saying, you teach people how to treat you. And you do that through telling people about yourself and your stances on things and your belief systems and by behaving in alignment with who you really want to be and what you believe is fantastic and setting boundaries on how you spend your time or won't spend your time or how you will allow people to treat you or speak to you. You have to be able to set those boundaries. Those are all the things that show people who you are and that teach people how to treat you. And I did a whole episode about this, um, What Unhealthy Boundaries Tell Others About You. It's episode number 202. If you want to go back and listen to that, it's so important to understand those boundaries and how significant they are in building the kinds of relationships that we really want. And I will link that in the show notes for you also so you can get there right from your podcast app wherever you're listening to me right now. 
But those boundaries and being able to set those boundaries is super important if you want to build good friendships. And I went, I went through a period of time too where I felt like all my friendships were really one-sided and like my friends weren't willing to go to the same lengths that I was willing to go to for our friendships. But then I realized it's because I was setting up my friendships that way. You know, for a long time when I was really codependent and emotionally unhealthy, I I was in that people pleasing. Like I just wanted to do whatever I could do. I didn't want to be a bother. I wanted to make everybody happy and be convenient and comfortable and all those things. And what I was doing was setting up friendships that were 100% one-sided. And then I'd be mad. I'm like, well, why does this girlfriend, like, she always wants me to drive to her house. But I said, hey, why don't you come to my house? And she's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to drive that far. It's like, damn, it's the same distance for me to drive to your house as it is for you to drive to my house. But that's how I built those relationships because I didn't set the proper boundaries. And I didn't teach her how to treat me and what my expectations were in a solid two-way relationship. I wasn't being myself. I was being the unhealthy version of myself. So you're probably thinking in this moment, like, how do you figure out who you are? I work with my clients on this all the time, like really figuring out who we are, where we are, what do I like, what do I want to do, what does this next chapter look like? This is a huge part of our coaching that we do because you have to get a solid sense of self moving forward, especially if you want to make big changes in your life and you want it to be sustainable. You have to know what that next chapter is is going to look like or what you want it to look like. You have to have that sort of GPS to know what direction you're going. So I would say, like I was talking about a minute ago, maybe you start with thinking about what you don't like, right? And this is big in figuring out activities that you enjoy, places you like to go, how you like to spend your time. All of those things are are parts of you that you need to be able to be yourself. So maybe you start with what you don't like. You know, sometimes it's easier for me to say, no, I don't like, I don't like going to concerts. I used to love it when I was younger. I do not like it as an older person. I've got some crowd trauma. I don't want to be in the midst of all the people. I don't trust the people. And I don't like people to be able to touch me and grab me at their leisure. It makes me super uncomfortable. So I can tell you, I don't like going to concerts. Big or small, doesn't matter. I'm not going. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you start figuring out maybe what you don't like to start landing on more of the things that you do like. So what is something I do like? I love spa days. It's one of my favorite things. I love retreats. I love going to conferences, whether it's a professional conference or like a yoga something, a meditation something, a podcast conference. Did I already say that? Maybe I did. Um, any of those things, right? I like those kind of things because that's who I am. When I am authentically myself, I am a nerd. I love to learn. I love to absorb new and more information about everything. I will be a lifelong student in self-education, right? I will always be learning. I'm obsessed with learning. I'm obsessed with the brain. I'm obsessed with addiction and how it works. I'm obsessed with human behavior. I'm obsessed with interpersonal relationships. I'm obsessed with communication. So when I am authentically me, I will be engulfed 
in those kind of topics in whatever capacity that is. Maybe it's an online course. Who knows? Maybe it is an in-person conference or retreat or education thing. What else do I like? I love going out to eat with my friends. I love meeting my friends for coffee. I love going to see movies. I love spending time with my family, right? Start figuring out who you really authentically are and spend more time in those places with those people doing those activities. And maybe you start figuring that out by thinking about what you don't like. How do you enjoy spending your time? Like I I just named off a whole bunch of stuff for me. Um, I also really enjoy spending my time at home alone. Sometimes I like to cook. I don't like to cook as much as I like to bake, but I'm really backing off the sugar thing. So I'm not baking so much like I used to, but I love just being at home. I love being around my house either you know, picking things up, rearranging things, organizing things, purging my closets, and just have like an audiobook playing or a podcast playing. Like that's some of my favorite time is just in my home by myself. Think about the things that really make you smile. Like for me, my nieces and nephews, I love spending time with them. I want to be around them. I look forward to being around them. Now, I also have to have healthy boundaries with that too, because, you know, listen, I didn't have kids for a reason. I knew very young that I didn't want to have my own kids. I love kids, but I have my limitations, right? I I also love my life. So I do need quiet time. I need time to recharge. So I have to have some healthy boundaries as much as they make me smile. I have to be able to come home and sit in silence and (laughs) recharge my battery, You know, another thing to think about when you're trying to figure out who you really are is what really pisses you off? You know, those are some things to think about too. What really pisses you off? If there's something that really gets you charged up, it might point you in a direction of something that may really pique your interest to learn more about or become more involved in. Or what makes you uncomfortable? I love to always challenge myself and really push myself outside my comfort zone. So this is a big one to think about too, is what makes you uncomfortable and do you want to challenge yourself on some of that, right? Or if you know something makes you uncomfortable, maybe you think about would it be more comfortable if I did it with a friend? And maybe that's something you could do. But you have to start figuring out who you really are. So when you hear that, just be yourself, you have a strong sense of who yourself is. And that's how you start teaching people about you and teaching people what makes you happy and what doesn't make you happy. And then you're creating real, genuine, strong relationships. Okay? Now, remember, I am here as your personal life coach and sobriety coach to guide you through this journey. So if you follow the strategies we talk about in every episode, you will be well on your way to transforming your life. And if you found this episode helpful, definitely share it with somebody, right? Share it with somebody who might benefit from the stuff that we're talking about here. Also, be sure to check out other episodes of the podcast. I told you I'm going to link to that episode 202, What Unhealthy Boundaries Tell Others About You. I'll link that in the show notes so you can get there. 
And every single episode dives into a specific struggle or a strategy that you can use to change your life. And if you want to work with me and my team directly, you can schedule a free call for the six-week signature program with me. I'd love to hear from you and see if we might be a fit. I hope you're having a fantastic day and I will see you next week. You've reached the end of another great episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast, candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.